Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Week Bitches, presented by Shitpost. I'm joined, as always, by Kyle, JB, and CJ. Just fucking with you. It's another episode of The Boys. We did not make a podcast called Week Bitches, but I feel like if there was ever one to title Week Bitches, this would be the one because we are off the script. Uh, CJ, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I believe you said something about taking an edible again before hopping on is, is <laughs> your your reoccurring gimmick of getting zooted while we no do no no so i'm i'm not worth a shit when i'm high so i i'm gonna take that edible about 20 minutes in so that way it doesn't really catch me because man when i'm on an edible i don't want you to talk to me i don't want you to touch me i just want you to leave me alone feed me and just bring me booze and i'm cool Speaking of being on the uh, cannabinoids, Kyle and JB live from their balcony on the East Coast. Boys, uh, looks like nice weather out there. How, how are we hanging over there on the East Coast? How's my saltwater fuckers doing? We hanging loose, bud. Yeah, you look real loose. You, you look loose. You, you boys look happy. Look at fuck JB there. Come on. Look at this. He got a fresh cut. He's got, he's got fre- fresh. We're living life, man. <laughs> to the fullest. He's got a beautiful new haircut. They're prepping for those sea breeze enemas. All the college girls coming back in town. How to get a haircut. Oh, boy. Let's just make ourselves sound like even more creeps than we already are. Oh, we said college girls. We didn't say high school girls. I mean, why is that a creep? I'm fucking, I just turned 27. I'm not that old. I'm I'm the creep. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. I'm kidding. Of course, I'm not problematic like Mr. Deshaun. Whoa. How about how about his uh, debut the other day, boys? How about the electric stat line? A guy who hasn't played, hey, a hey, guy somebody, hasn't played in a year, put up. Somebody ought to get him a job at USPS because that motherfucker's air mailing everybody. <laughs> I'll tell you who looked even who looked more impressive than uh, Deshaun Watson the other day. How about fucking Mitchell, goddamn Trubisky, the other day, boys with the Steelers? You boys, right? That? He looked good. Did he, he look good? <laughs> He, I missed I mean, that game. He looked like typical Mitch Trubisky, but he's got a plethora of weapons around him. He looked fine. I think uh, that's something I was going to save for a little later, but seeing we already got on the subject here, um, after watching the Steelers' first preseason game, and here we go, I can hear it now, you're overreacting over one preseason game. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just calling it by players and skill position that I see here. We know that the fucking Steelers' wide receivers are going to be elite. We know George Pickens is going to be a phenomenal talent. Uh, yeah. They They always – they always get receivers. I'm not quite sure how they do it. With Trubisky there, with Najee Harris here, I'm I'm starting to fucking come around a little bit. I don't think it's as cut and dry as this is like the uh, the Bengals or the Ravens division to run away with. I think Steelers might be in the mix. I think it's the Bengals to lose. But did you guys see the video clip of George Pickens watching George Pickens catch his first yeah. touchdown in the NFL? Yeah, dude, that dude that is so good. Wild. <laughs> Did you see his? Did you see his draft? Did you see his draft day video? Uh -uh. (laughs) Huh. This motherfucker. I'm pretty sure it's him. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it's him. This motherfucker. He's from Georgia, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely him. He's standing in front of the in front of his own TV in his house, wearing a Nike ski mask, with his like head jutted out. And his stomach punched out, so he looks like he's having a stroke, and he's just nodding his head. It's the <laughs> weirdest fucking video I've ever seen in my life. If anybody gets a chance to go watch that, go check it out because it's fucking 
That dude's off his rocker, and he loves to box people with helmets on. Hey, you know who also looked better than Deshaun Watson? Every Baker. member of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> That's true. One and bitches. We're coming for that chip. Well. The Bears in championship contention has been confirmed. <laughs> We're getting ready to wrap up the just... preseason game here. The uh, Oakland, Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders are going to win twenty-six nothing against uh, JB's Vikings. Um, <laughs> JB, how 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 are we feeling about the Vikings? Well, I mean, high as ever. That uh, we're sure just going. Everybody's going to have their adopted team this year. Like, obviously, you know, you guys like the Bears, but now that East Coast is dominating your personality, and you're in the Carolinas. It's it's the Bake Show, which great segue again here. The Bake Show. All eyes are on Carolina as all the reports coming out of training camp are saying that uh, Baker Mayfield is going to be the QB one. Which, uh, boys, I know you guys are getting your news from Sports Center. You guys are getting your news from ESPN, Bleacher Report. These are all what I like to call the lame stream media. Sam Darnold, about nobody's talking about Sam Darnold right now. Why do you think nobody's talking about Sam? Because we're trying to keep he's Sam down. No, we're trying to keep <laughs> Sam Darnold <laughs> down. Every, Baker's the shiny new toy. Baker says he's going. Baker is saying that he's going to make the Panthers great again. The Panthers were already great. Why do we got to make them any better? You got you, Mono- Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you just compare Baker Mayfield to Donald fucking Trump? Yes. Go Get the fuck out of here. He is. He is a <laughs> Baker Mayfield is a is a walking hot dog. He's all filler, no fucking filler. <laughs> he is just a walking. Just hodgepodge of shit. He's not. He's not an elite quarterback. Sam Darnold in the right position with the. If, if the Carolina Panthers bought into Sam Darnold, they'd be in the Super Bowl last year. That's the stupidest thing you've ever said. No, oh, no, you, the, you are not one. You are lame, not one for horrible the, takes. But the that lame, is fucking bad. The lamestream media don't want you to see that Baker has been throwing. He threw seventeen picks in practice the other day. They cover that up. They wash it up. They use CGI. <laughs> Oh, did mirror. you get the raw footage or something? <laughs> yes, I ha- I have it. I have okay, it. It's, good. On, it's not you won't find it on these fucking corporate it's social only media. You have it. Yes, yes. No, me, no, no. <laughs> me and an elite number of people have this. People who are actually woke, Kyle, not just high on East Coast Salt Air. We actually see what's going. The silent majority knows that Sam Darnold is the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, and you won't you won't you won't prove me otherwise. We so, didn't know that Baker's starting week one. Uh, that will prove you wrong. So, we'll, but we'll anyway, see. in all we'll seriousness, see. in all seriousness, um, everything that I've read coming out of the state of North Carolina about the Carolina Panthers right now, there's no QB one, but Baker's number one on the depth chart. It's still a very open competition. It's probably going to go until up until the week, first week of the season. But right now Baker is up <clears throat> and, uh, so that's just all you can really report I, right now. He's, he's think, number one on the depth chart right now. And going forward, it's going to be an intense competition. Uh, those two just need to get all the reps they can get, and we'll see who's the starter. Um, I'm still leaning towards Baker, but you, n- you never know what's going to happen the next couple weeks. So I think I think we're missing the big point here is that we all, we've all we all been friends with Dylan for quite a while now, and we did not know that he's a fucking deep state agent and he just obtains fucking uncut <laughs> raw footage from listen, wherever the fuck he wants. Listen, I, I, 
I know this. I know we're doing this podcast. And we all have our little characters here and things like that. This is not a character, boys. This this is a shoot promo. This is a this is a shoot promo. Listen, if you adjust the means to the regression, that is Sam Darnold, and you take away Patrick Mahomes' past three years. Now we're doing math. Take him away. Take him away. Stop Sam it. Darnold is on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. Just a few years before. <laughs> <laughs> You can laugh. Look at my face. Look at my face. It's so I'm fucking dead bad. Serious. I'm dead it's serious. So bad. You know, I, I, would, take... I would trade Mac Jones for Sam Darnold. What the fuck are Send you him. talking about? Bring me old You're fucking mono mouth Darnold. Send him. Fuck, with... fuck Mac Jones. Give me Sam Darnold. I remember that when you're 10 games. You wouldn't, and you're you wouldn't for trade. A spot. You wouldn't trade Brian Hoyer for Sam Darnold. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would. I would trade two. I would trade our last two Super Bowl rings to get a run with Sam Darnold on our team. You know, with your logic, if you just take out Christ. the last 25, 30 years of uh, NFL seasons, the Patriots are one of the worst franchises in the league. Well, see, that's what if you if you you're, you're going on the wrong websites to get your information. You're not following. Uh, it's called SNON. It's Sam Darnold on SDNON. You're not following his <laughs> drops. On eight chance and four chance, you're not you're not seeing it. It's it's okay that you're not woke yet to who the actual elite quarterback in the league is. You'll you'll come around. You'll come okay, around. So the does storm, that mean you? The storm is coming. So I'm going to propose a trade to you in our fantasy league, and if you don't take it, then you're full of shit. Okay, go ahead. Oh boy, I'm going to acquire Sam Darnold. Go ahead. For jokes first on, round pick. Jokes on you. I already have him. Go look. Do you? Yeah, go look. Well. That's not fair because I was going to try to trade him to you for your number one quarterback and expose oh. you for the alternative. Here, here, I'll, t- I'll trade you. <laughs> I'll trade you straight up, Sam Darnold for uh, next year's fourth round pick. I wouldn't even do that. See, to I don't me, need that. I, I tr- I've traded away my fourth round pick every year that I've been in the dynasty league. I don't need that fucking pick. See. To me, Sam Darnold is worth like a uh, a Justin Jefferson. Oh a, fuck you! A, uh, a Najee Dude, Harris I don't, type. I don't know what happened uh, to you in the last week. But you are just off your fucking rocker. Are well, you? Are well, you CJ, doing a lot of traumatic events happened over that's, the past that's, four hours? I wasn't going to bring it up. Rails. Uh, Sam Darnold is the quarterback for me. I wasn't okay, you heard it, it here first, folks. Sam Darnold, 2022-2023 MVP. I might make it my best bet. I bet he doesn't even sniff fucking Patrick Mahomes' jock to that MVP award. Listen, seriously. No, but you guys know who is? Mitchell Trubisky. Maybe. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Not at all. Fuck you. No. Justin Fields. Baby. No. 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 Yeah. No. No. You just took out. It's, it's, it's a lot took of out no. Pat Mahomes in the Saint in the uh, in a fucking preseason game where you played one drive. What is with these takes today, guys? My God, we don't have I a mean, script. We I, have to I do, do have something. A, I do have a hot uh, Bears take that nobody's going to like besides him. <laughs> well, the Detroit's winning that division. Um, no, they're going to win seven games. They're yeah, they're well over four. Well, that's not their over anymore. That's why nobody's oh, betting. They skewed up. It's, it's up to like and six and a half now. now. They're they're going to. I'd still take that. The Bears are winning nine games and winning that division because it's hot fucking garbage. Nope. No, the Vikes are winning that with twelve. <laughs> He's close. <laughs> twelve fucking games for the Vikings. That's a yeah. lot of games for them. It's going to happen. 
They're consistently a nine. If game they win their first year. twelve games, then yes. I think they won two <laughs> last year. If they go twelve, if they have to rely on getting wins down the stretch, they're not making the playoffs. That's a fact. Yeah. This is what happened. You know what? I was going to wait until the season started for this Viking shit, but I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Listen, every single year that the Vikings have a chance to do something great, he just trips and stumbles. He trips and stumbles, and so do the Vikes. The reason they haven't done jack shit in the playoffs is because they're relying on Kirk Cousins and Kevin – not Kevin Stefanski anymore. They got a new head coach. It's not going to matter because they're going to keep on – they're. They're the Milwaukee Brewers of the NFL. Oh, they're pretty they're, close they to They come each other, out of so the gates hot. They come out of the gates super hot. And then week 14 comes around, bad loss. Week 15 comes around, there's an injury. They do not know how to finish the season. And that's just what's going to happen. They're still going to make the playoffs, but Vi- the Vikings are not winning the division. Hmm. Disagree. And I, I told him the other day I'm going to get the Kirk Cousins jersey to put up on the wall right next to his Baker jersey when they do win the division. And then I'm going to get, like, a little decal of a dumpster fire and put it right underneath both jerseys. <laughs> so, here you go. This is actually this is actually pretty intriguing here. I'm looking at the Vikings schedule here. So, uh, you got week one. You got Packers at Vikings. Lost. Viking, next week, Vikings at Eagles. Also, 50-50. Vi- or Lions at Vikings after that. Lions, W. Vikings at Saints. Bears at Vikings. Vikings at Dolphins. Cardinals at Vikings. Vikings at Commanders. Vikings at Bills. We can. That's a fucking loss. Uh, Cowboys at Vikings. Patriots. A- Patriots at Vikings. That's a dub. With Sam Darnold or Mac Jones? Either, either <laughs> or. Uh, Jets at Vikings, Vikings at Lions, Colts at Vikings, Giants at Vikings, Vikings, Packers, Vikings, Bears. So uh, let's say – 12 wins. Yeah, let's say, let's say the Vikings get hot here. Let's say they uh, they go on a run here. Um, you, know, I, you know what? I, I like them. I, I, I like them win 12 games. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It just so happens that the Packers win in 13. Nah, I never thought, and when we started this whole goddamn thing, this whole podcast bullshit, the shit post stuff, I never thought that we would have a fucking Minnesota Vikings tangent. What, what the fuck are we talking about? I'm tired of hearing about them. They're not going to win the division. Well, thank are. you. Why don't you try talking to me about the Milwaukee Brewers? It'll be the same thing. I don't, don't, don't give a fuck the about the Brewers. Shit. I don't give a fuck about the Brewers. They they literally do the same thing every year. It's like undisputed history. What did I just say? I, the I, same I, thing. I, I agree. It's like the worst the division has been in how long? How long has it been since it's been this fucking bad? The Packers aren't the Packers that they used. Yeah, to be. but with the division being this bad, why are how what what games? So essentially, you're just saying that. The Packers are only going to lose two games in the division, but they're probably going to only lose one game. Packers are going to lose more than two games in the division, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Listen, I've watched this dude play quarterback for 15 years against my team. Um, Until other teams can prove that they can win the division, it's the Packers' division. Yeah, I'll tell you what could cement the Packers, you know, running the 
NFC North for the next, I don't know, 15, 20 years. If they just did a straight-up trade with the Carolina Panthers to uh, acquire the services of Sam Darnold, <laughs> then the Bears would be big fucked. <laughs> I can't, I fucking can't, I, with this I can't shit. do it anymore. I can't, I can't do it anymore. Oh to my be fair, that, that, that oh my god, could you fucking imagine? If, that you held you oh held that god. way longer than I thought you you would. Uh, Sam Darnold, <laughs> fucking NFC North, the successor they, to the Packers just, is Sam Darnold. They don't even weigh the just bench Aaron like game four. Hey, you you start you start us off three and one Aaron. Fuck you, it's Sam time, and they lose the next ten. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. He finally broke character. <laughs> <laughs> How about we segue into some baseball, huh? Take it away, boys. Hey, I haven't followed shit. I didn't see. I saw that uh, uh, Pujols was hitting dingers today, turning back the fucking uh, hands of time. So uh, what was that? Six eighty-eight today. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's up six eighty-nine. 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 All right. Yeah, I mean, fuck. What a what a uh, what a turn of events. I'm. I won't shit on him at all today. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, it is a turn I'm, of events. I'm perfectly okay with where we're at. We're up a game and a half. Uh, we got out of the brew. We lost two or three, but that's okay. Um, we're still up a game and a half. So who gives a shit? Uh, Nolan is red hot. Goldie's red hot. Carlson is on fire. Um, I mean, fuck, you can't ask for much more. Yeah. I mean, uh, Montgomery, he's thrown what thirteen shutout innings since joining the team. Combined, they've got like a one point one ERA and four starts. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, I mean, you, you don't we don't have anything to complain about. Not one thing. I do have like some stats that I kind of went over with you guys uh, in the chat today about uh, after the trades. So, the three most active teams in baseball, well, three of the four, uh, not counting the Phillies were the Yankees, Cardinals, and Padres. Since the trade deadline, the Padres after today are exactly 500 ball club, and they just lost Tatis for 80 games, uh, which, we can touch, which we can talk about in a second. Uh, the Yankees are, after last night, because I didn't check their score today, I don't know if they won, but after last night, they are 3-7 and seven since acquiring all those players uh, at the deadline, and the Cardinals are now 9-3 and three since the trade deadline. Um, Yankees Yankees are down one nothing, top two. Okay, so they're, to be they're determined, playing they're either going to be 4-7 four and, four and seven or 3-8 and eight after the deadline, so they are not performing well. Uh, other than Aaron Judge, there's no Yankee playing well right now. Uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa hit a fucking dong bomb in, at uh, yeah. um, Fenway last night, though. We watched Old that game. Tindy's playing pretty well. Ooh, since they yeah. He's playing awesome. You can tell he, we were watching the game last night, and you can tell that he still loves playing at Fenway because, like, he was out there making plays. He was out there just playing Pepper with that green monster, and he can still read it like he's never left off of that yeah. monster, which is he, him, and Alex Verdugo are two of the best out in left field that I've ever seen at, at Fenway, just the way that they can read the ball off of the monster. Um, but, yeah, so I think coming out of the break, we're the strongest team in baseball other than, like, the fucking Dodgers who are on a 13-game tear right now. 
Yeah. Um, and the only isn't the only trade they made to get wasn't it Joey Gallo? Was that the only move they made? Yeah, and Joey Gallo's done nothing but hit. He has <laughs> change of scenery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the he'll, he'll hit a whopping 199 with like 32 home runs. Yeah. The the Phillies have won. Yeah, they're hot they've, too. They've only lost one, two, three. They lost today. Uh, so they've lost like three of their last nine. So they're six and three in their last nine. The, the Mets are on fire. Yeah, the Mets beat them today. NL East might have three teams make the playoffs. Yeah, these the it's going, dude. These playoffs are going to be sick. It's going to be Cardinals, Dodgers, Phillies, and it's probably going to be Phillies, Braves in the wild card, and then the Mets taking that East. And then the American League, I only really see one or two teams: yeah. Houston and New York. Yeah, it it feels like a season where New York can sneak in with a World Series win. But it also feels like one of those seasons where St. Louis can do St. Louis things and come out with a world of weird yeah. World series win like that 2011 one. Yeah, we uh, – our – man, our bullpen. Jesus Christ. Like, I, we that's the only dark spot. It's the only thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's been that way so, all year. What are they – other than that one game against Car- – uh, Colorado, where they gave up 16 runs. That was a like a fucking wild card. Other than that, here recently, uh, to my knowledge, the bullpen's well, not been giving up a lot of runs. You, you look at the last the last night sucks because you know you give up that yeah. home run to lose a game. Uh, you have that bad performance by Gallegos, but like, how many runs did we give up? We gave up three runs. Okay, that you can live with giving up three runs and losing because you could be this team should be scoring six runs a game. If we yes. can't score more than three runs a game, there then we're gonna need trouble in October. We really need to be working on manufacturing with doubles, which they've been doing a lot of, but they've also been relying on a lot of home runs. So uh both the two winning hits tonight, uh they're this afternoon, O'Neill Homer and then or the Carlson Homer and then uh Albert had two Albert had the two run shot. Reminding the Brewers, this was our house. <laughs> I, That's the I've never seen him that hype before after a home run, dude. I, you shared that video, and I was immediately like hyped up. Like I, I you haven't seen that since 06. I no, I've literally never seen him react like that. Not that, not that heavily. Yeah. The the only time that I can remember, and I was talking to JB about this. I don't remember what year it was. I think it was in between like 08 and 2010 one of those seasons. It was beginning of the season with first Cubs series of the year and uh tie game bottom of the ninth and whoever the pitcher was brushed back uh Pujols and he gets up, he, 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 he takes a dirt nap, gets up, refuses to dust himself off. <laughs> Next pitch hanging slider, big Mac land. And he like violently, it was almost like Jose Bautista, like, he just yeah. finally threw the ball. He was fucking mad. Yeah. He took it all out on that home run. That's the I, only other time that I can remember him being like visibly like psyched about a home run. Cause he's always kind of been like one of the stone face guys, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of excitement other than how far it goes. And he had some fucking bombs today. Yeah. Um, well, well, I mean, he, he had collectively probably 900 feet of home runs today. 
Yeah, his last <laughs> one was four fifty. <laughs> was fucking. They were both nukes. Uh, I I love to see it. An old guy like that, uh, especially a guy that means so much to the organization. Um, man, if if he's that hyped up, you know the rest of the the clubhouse is just fucking rolling. Absolutely. What do you think? Like seeing a forty two year old former superstar do that at forty two means for a guy like Nolan Gorman, who uh, yeah. is probably going to be the rookie of the year. Um, it's going to be a tight race between him and Suzuki with the Cubs um, yeah. because you can't look at wins and losses for that rookie of the year award. You really have to look at the individual season. And I think by season end, if Nolan gets up to 20, 25 yeah. home runs, he'll take it because Suzuki doesn't have that kind of power. But Suzuki also give him credit. He's been fucking awesome this year for he's, them. He's been so consistent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not, incredible. He's really probably, he can be problematic defensively, but like offensively, he's been one of their bright spots. Uh, him and Nico Horner, you know. Um, we talk a lot about the Cardinals. I figure throw a shout out for a Cubs player every now and then doesn't hurt us. They're, they're, yeah. they're, in, they're down in the dumps. So. Um, yeah, I just I just think about like him getting that hyped. I mean, not only it's good for the young guys, but I mean, fuck, you're Nolan Arenado. You've been wanting to come to St. Louis for fucking years, and then all of a sudden we signed Pujols to a one year deal, and this dude's just jacked up like it's 2010. You know, I mean, that's got it's just a huge morale boost, and it's super awesome to watch. And also, the biggest thing to keep in mind with these teams as we go forward is. Nolan has an opt out after this year too. Yeah, he can I'm leave if he wants. He's not going to. I know, especially not with the way that the team is playing and everything, and the way we're building around him and Paul. I don't see him going anywhere. But if they try to fucking lowball him on an offer, he might get pissed. And you, you know, you don't yeah. want to see that because this guy's him and Goldie have quickly become the heart and soul of our team. With you know Yachty being out of the picture for so long this year, and then you just have Wainwright there as the older guy. Um, so, uh, so yeah, seeing something like that for a guy like Arenado and Goldschmidt, that that's huge because they see the reaction that he gets from. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hey, maybe in ten years that can be me. Yeah, I also you thought mean, it was super cool. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, I'll take you for the next ten years. I don't care if you're forty-eight at the time you're done. Uh, <laughs> but I I also thought it was super cool that uh. Arenado came out and said that Goldschmidt was like the best player he's ever played. Yeah, with. that was pretty. Dope. That was super cool. Um, just to kind of go on an offshoot real quick. Um, Trey Mancini. Yeah. Uh, that might end up being a pennant winning move for Houston. Um, mm-hmm. You pair that bat who's hitting like nothing but fucking dingers into the Crawford box. Uh, (laughs) I think like his first like what three, his first like three or four hits with the Astros were all dingers. First four hits, yeah. (laughs) Um, That could be a pennant winning move, especially you've got, and then you've got fucking Justin Verlander having the best season of his career at 40. Which Um, is insane. Yeah. and it's not just his best year. It's like one of the best seasons ever recorded with that ERA. It's, I think it, last I checked, it was like 1.73. Yeah. At 40. And he's still got Velo and his, and all of his pitches still do what they've been doing for the past 20 years. It's, it's insane. It's really cool to see because. K-Dutch gave him some life. 
<laughs> sure did. Mountain <laughs> of life, bud. I don't. I don't know that there's another. Uh, I mean, I think he's the front runner for Cy Young in the AL, right? He's yeah, there, there's be. there's two very clear front runners for the Cy Young Award. Sandy and uh, Verlander. Those are the only yeah. two options right now. It might might be the most clear cut year we've had in quite a while for Cy Youngs. Yeah, outside of Rick Porcello, baby. <laughs> know where you live, motherfucker. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there because I knew you were harping on old Rick. We what do you got against Rick Porcello? Let's talk about that. What's your fucking qualm, buddy? Hey, weren't we going to talk about our top pitchers of the decade? Yeah, I botched that. Speaking of that. Oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. sure were. We were going to get into our uh, our top pitchers. We might need to push that a week. You don't have yours? I mean, I have my answer. I was going to say, well, no, I got, go for it. I've got, I got yeah. one. I got a brain. It's on my Google. Uh, somebody go first. Yeah. Go ahead, okay, go. No, you go. Okay. Um. Well, the answer is the most dominant right-handed pitcher since Pedro Martinez. Jacob deGrom Mm -hmm. is the best pitcher that we have seen since Pedro Martinez. Uh, Clayton Kershaw and guys like Clayton Kershaw and Justin Verlander have had more playoff success because of the teams they've been around. Uh, But with – you look at the two years that he won back-to-back, he collectively won 10 and 13 games. But he had an ERA in, in the high ones and almost 300 strikeouts each year. Uh, he And he did it on a team that could not score one run for him sometimes. Um, for me, if you look at all of the variables, Justin – or not Justin Verlander, uh, DeGrom is – the number one pitcher. I, I think it's a one A, one B, one C. But I think that what Jacob DeGrom has been able to do with the team that he's been around, that they have put around him, uh, and all of the injury concerns that he's had to go through with that horrific New York Mets training staff ending dudes' careers left and right. Um, he was able to rise above all of that and still A win back to back Cy Young's and B be just the most dominant pitcher I think that we've seen in 20 years. Okay. That's a good pick. I like that. I'll go, uh, I'll go Scherzer, Max Scherzer. So in, since uh, 2013, he has had one, two seasons with an ERA over two. Uh, the dude, I mean, he played in fucking, he plays in fucking Washington. All right. You're never going to have the postseason success. So I, I understand, you know, your, your argument for, I mean, I know, you know, I mean, they did win a world series purely on him and Soto. Um, but it got, he, that team was good. They they Yeah. They had a healthy Strasburg. They had a good bullpen. It was the right year for him, but like, that was a whole team effort. Um, okay, I don't give like... a fuck about I don't give a fuck about the team. <laughs> fuck that team. I don't give a shit. The dude, he's just been purely dominant since 2012. Yeah. So he's got a 10-year run where he's done nothing but strike motherfuckers out. And he's got two different eyeballs. So <laughs> take that. That just bolts him up there to number one. <laughs> now here, I think it makes him last because I'm pretty sure that means he's a terminator. 
He may be. We don't that, know. That has anybody has anybody took an X-ray of this motherfucker? I don't think so. That's, that's what we need to know. But yeah, Max Scherzer purely. I mean, I know ERA is kind of a junk stat nowadays, but I mean, not when it's that you, low, it's not. I was yeah. gonna say if you can keep it under three for fucking nine out of twelve years, that's Look just his incredibly whip. dominant. His whip is probably right around yeah. one or below it in each of those. Oh, uh, here, I'll sh- I'm on baseball uh, reference.com right now. I all um, I all but guarantee that he had a whip. He probably has never had a whip over 1.5 since that. If you have an ERA that low, you're going to have a whip that low, low as well. Like, they kind of go. And uh, yeah, since uh, 2013, he's had one, two seasons. Uh, nope, three seasons with a whip over one. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's the same shit. You know, I mean, it translates pretty well. And for those uh, of you at home, whip is walks and hits plus innings pitched. So if you're averaging one or less than that, you're absolutely destroying your opponents. Yeah. And all of his whips that were over one were like 1.002001. Yeah. Like they're very, very close. Right. The dude's just done nothing but strike people out for 10 fucking years. So ever since he got traded from uh, Arizona to <laughs> Detroit. Hey, yeah. man. That's that's the key to baseball success. Get the fuck out of Arizona. Didn't minus so Randy well for Tony Larusa, but <laughs> minus Randy Johnson. That's the only one that counts. What yeah, do you got, Dylan? It came, it came down or, to yeah, um, Degrom and Kershaw for the one and two, and I literally it just came down to Kershaw has pitched two hundred more games than Degrom, and he's got a lower ERA still. So that's kind of what decided it for me. And he's been doing it since what? Oh, nine, something like that. Just dominant for, yeah. Since I was a freshman in high school, that's fucking ridiculous. Way to make us feel old, Jake. (laughs) Yeah. Motherfucker. (laughs) I I thought we were talking about season success though. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. He's been there. He's got more than Degrom. Hey, hey, we're not talking about postseason success. Fair, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about exactly. fucking just overall great pitchers. Well, when he goes seven and zero in the playoffs and gives up zero runs and wins the World Series MVP, like I told you, we when can revisit this. If Degrom pitches as many games and stays as dominant, then I'll give it to him. But he's yeah. two hundred games short. The other thing is DeGrom's been in the league about seven years less than yeah. both of the other guys that we're talking about. So yeah. it's that's, that, that's how good DeGrom is, that you're already talking about DeGrom and putting him in the same ranks of the guys that have no, hit I'll, 200 I'll more games, struck out 1,500 more guys than you. To but, be the goat, though, you got to have the longevity. That's all. I'll, I'll agree ever. with. I'll agree with that. Terrific. Yeah, exactly. Lincecum was good for like six years. Uh, like I'll I'll agree that Degrom belongs in this conversation, and it's it's very close. But he's got to have another five six years where he just is healthy and just does what he keeps doing. You know, he uh, (laughs) he missed the first half of the season. This is my favorite stat about him. Pitches five and two thirds and strikes out fucking twelve batters. <laughs> can you can you can you imagine the guy that's sitting at DraftKings? Okay, this dumb fuck. He says, "Let's make a boost plus two hundred odds 
that Jacob DeGrom has a strikeout in the first inning. This motherfucker comes out, three pitches, strikeout. What the fuck are you doing? You just lost fucking a million dollars. So I looked at his numbers after that first start. In that first start, he accumulated a 0.7 war. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) one start. (laughs) One start. And I do think, for me, it it also came down to, like, eye test. All of the games I've ever watched him play, he has just absolutely been a buzzsaw on every single lineup I've ever watched him against. I've never – I know that he's had bad games because every single pitcher has. I've never seen it. Like, every time that I've sat down and given the Mets my time – (laughs) <laughs> DeGrom has just been an absolute fucking buzzsaw and like it's a, I test I test means a lot for me. That's why I was so high on getting Soto because I test Soto is one of the best players in the league. The yeah. numbers right now aren't lining up for that story, but I test means a lot for me. Yeah. Dylan, what you got? We kind of shut you out there. We got off on a tangent. No, you guys are fine. You guys are the fucking baseball experts. So when this was originally pitched to me, I thought when I heard decade, for some reason, my brain went 2000 to now. It's like 20 years. So my pick was going to be Roy Halladay, the former fucking Toronto Phillies pitcher. That's a terrific pick. But seeing seeing that we're staying on this decade right here, I want to be a little bit counterculture. I'm going to go with uh, Madison Baumgartner just solely off of his postseason success. Okay. Uh, with the uh, three championships in 2010, hey, uh, 12, and 14, he has three playoff shutouts on the on the board. Uh, regular season, eh, probably not the fucking best. I think he's uh, uh, 3.14 ERA, tied for uh, the 12th best of the past decade. But what he did in the postseason for the Giants, he's the reason why they won. So, who, give you that guy. Who are his only World Series losses against? That I don't know. The Cardinals. Ah. T- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, we, sh- we couldn't I play mean, him in the World Series because he plays in the that's National sure. I meant the I meant the championship. I don't know why. I don't know why okay. I said World Series, but you knew what I meant. I was confused. <laughs> He's a he. That's a good pick too. I I Halliday's a really good pick. Yeah, yeah. Another well, guy we got reminded of last night, Cliff Lee. Yeah, he was absolutely. Di- he was filthy. C.J. Wilson for Texas. Another great yeah. picture. Like it was really cool watching that 2011 Cardinals film last night because it kind of got it. Let us re- reminded us of like some of the old players that we used to see, like fucking Neftali Feliz for the fucking. Oh. He was nasty. Mark yeah. Lowe, not so much. Thanks, buddy. No, no. Uh, Poor Mark Lowe. Fuck him. So, yeah, that was our uh, pitchers of the past decade there. Had a little bit of a lull there. Sorry, we're kind of off sync here. Uh, this is what happens when we don't have a script, boys. We're just flying from the handle. So, seeing that we just went on a baseball tangent, boys, I want to know, just off the top of your head, what's the worst fuck? Every time you hear this song, it drives nails through your fucking ears. I want to know what your fucking all-time worst fucking most disliked song personally for you is. And I'll start it off. Anything by John fucking Legend. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. literally anything. I guess the the main one would be that fucking all of me loves all of you. I hate that fucking song. When I hear it at a wedding, I fucking walk. CJ, I'm very glad I did not hear that at your wedding because me and Delaney would have packed up shop. We would have packed was, up shop. That was on our not to playlist. Actually, thank, 
Thank God. I hate that <laughs> shit. Like, people play the same goofy-ass fucking love song shit at their fucking wedding, like their first fucking song, like their father-daughter dance. Me and Delaney danced to fucking Sum 41. When was the last time you ever been to a fucking uh, wedding and they had Sum 41 as a song you heard at a fucking wedding? Us, motherfucker, because uh, yeah, we're alternative you're... and fucking rock stars. We ain't no fucking yeah. punk-ass John Legend. Uh, it was the the week before my wedding. That's the last time I heard that. Yeah, it's just he he's terrible. He John Legend writes songs for thrice divorced middle aged men <laughs> who sit at home in their apartment and eat fucking TV dinners every night, and they Rice buy they, they buy these little self help health books like how to rise to the occasion and be the best you and they put on their fucking tie and they go to work and they get cucked by their co-worker they get cucked by their bosses all day because there's a fucking alcoholic there that outworks them they he, he writes songs for sad bitches weak bitches weak bitch <laughs> had to get that one in we haven't done that that shit sells shit does sell u't uh, we gotta yeah. make a weak bitch t-shirt but CJ what's uh what's you what say you what's the song you don't my like? least favorite song every time I hear it I want to punch my dog in the head she didn't do anything wrong it's just the pure fact that she's there uh old town road by Lil Nas X <laughs> and fucking goddamn what's his dick uh Billy the, Ray the Cyrus, Billy Ray that motherfucker Jesus Christ. I I almost don't have words for it, how annoying it is. And, that you know, like, you'll be at a party or something and everything's going great, and then somebody's like, let's hear some Old Town Road. And then you just think, you know what? Why don't I just throw my head through some drywall? That sounds about like the same thing. It's awful. Is it Lil Nas X you don't like, or is it Billy Ray, or is it both? No, it's the whole thing. The whole package, okay. It's so just it, that it, song. It's the whole salad. It's not the croutons. It's not the sesame. It's, nope. it's the salad. Okay. okay. Nope. Lil Nas X is doing some great things, you know. And Billy Ray Cyrus, I, he had like what one good song. Uh, <laughs> he has he has a he has a catalog of bangers. He does. He does. I shouldn't. I should give him more credit than that. Yeah, the ones he's featured on his daughter's songs. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, and he he did pump out. Uh, you know, fucking Miley Cyrus. So. I guess he's got that going for him. Wow. Um, but okay. uh, she's thrown out some bangers throughout the years. Yeah, but she's nuttier than squirrel turds. And uh, Well, I mean, that's besides the point. I, hot crazy scale. It doesn't, doesn't, quite, doesn't well, quite match up. So here, here's, here's a funny story about uh, Miley Cyrus. So this dude at work who only worked there for like a week because he was off his fucking rails. He's standing in the lunchroom one day and uh, somebody, I think somebody was talking about Old Town Road. And uh, this guy's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, the dad of uh, Hannah Montana, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fucking, you know, his everything's all kind of kosher there for a second. Everything's okay. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, she's fucking hot. And I'm like, yeah, Miley, you know, she she might be, you know, a little good looking. He goes, no, 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 Hannah. And I'm like, that's the same person. He goes, no, 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 you're not understanding. I liked Miley when she was on that Disney show. And I said, oh, you mean when she was like, like 14, 15? And he goes, yeah, exactly. And I, we What's just got man in jail. We kind of just had a stare off for a second. And I said, you know, that'll get you 20 years, right? He goes like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I would. And I'm not even going to say what the fuck he said. But in that, he said, you don't know what I would do to that young. And then insert your word there. Oh, a week later, no. he was no longer at work anymore. I don't know if somebody fucking 
got weird and shelled him out, but he worked there for one week. And I thought he was cool because he liked Limp Biscuit, and I like Limp Biscuit, and they're a shitty band. But like that, just kind of like you gotta get the fuck out of here, buddy. CJ's mobile. He's on mute. My dog is freaking out. Callie just got home with some groceries and she's fucking trying to claw a door down. Set her outside uh, without the leash. Something like that. Uh, yeah. All right. That dude should be in prison ASAP. I, it sounds like we were to joke around like that in private. It's fine. But like we're in a lunchroom full of 30 people and he's talking about. I just kind of, yeah, I just no. kind of stared it's, at him. Like, dude, you can't, I know what you're saying. I guess if you're trying to be funny, but like you, he had dead serious, like me talking about Sam Darnold earlier when I was fucking serious as a heart attack, you fucking cucks. <laughs> he was serious about that. And I'm like, mm, you're fucking, you're a little sketchy there, buddy. But anywho, uh, the, you East Coast cucks, what do you got for me? What's your song you fucking well, I, I couldn't come up with one single song, but an artist yeah. immediately came to mind. Cannot stand a single thing by Iggy Azalea. What? I cannot stand her as a person. I just, I don't know. It. You just are you just tired of her talking about her fat ass? Is that what like, it is? Why is she so hyped up? She doesn't make good music. That's, that's a good point. Like that's all it comes down to. Dylan, Dylan's about to throw out like seven bangers from Iggy Azalea. No, nope, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> no, don't leave it alone. I want to hear no, it all. No, I, I've burned up my fucking sarcasm and sass with the same Darnold thing. I put all my stock into that. I've got nothing. To, listen, Iggy Azalea. <laughs> the only reason why people don't like fucking Iggy Azalea is because they're afraid to say the same shit about Nicki Minaj. All Nicki Minaj does is rap about her cooter and rap about her fucking ass. Also a good point. I never fucked Drake. I never like fucked Drake. Wayne on my life, man. Fuck's sake. Iggy Azalea says that. And we're like, oh my god, that's awful. But Nikki says it like, yes, queen, with your fucking Lego sticks <laughs> and your fucking Lego ass. She's to be fair, I hate them both. I mean, uh, okay, okay, that's okay. Now that you said that, okay, fine. Because all Azalea is is just white Nikki with the less talented song catalog. It's the same person. We've had this conversation uh, probably like ten times down in your basement, Dylan. Uh, it, I don't even. I'm pretty sure I bring it up every time. It's uh it's your your pick between Nikki or Cardi B. Which one do you pick? Dylan and Kyle go first. I'm not doing this. No. Yeah, you are. Neither, dude. Cardi B. Oh, come on. You got to pick one. Gun to your head, Kyle. I actually don't. (laughs) Gun to your head. You have to pick one. Shoot me. Fuck off. Just pick the goddamn girl. Come on, man. It would take Cardi B. I'll answer for It's Cardi B. You will not answer for me. (laughs) You will not make that decision for me. It's 100% Cardi. And half the the appeal appeal Uh, of her is that she's so fucking stupid. I'm good on the herb. I don't need that. It's a hypothetical situation, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to. Sam Darnold's never going to be trading to the Patriots for Mac Jones. It's a hypothetical. Just pick, just pick a goddamn rapper. <laughs> I did. Which one? I didn't hear you. What'd you say? I said Nikki because she's oh. actually attractive. Cardi makes better music, though. I'm not. We're not talking about. Hey, music. I I just hey, sent you guys. I sent you not, guys. Are we not talking about music here? That's not what that was about. <laughs> I sent you guys a Snapchat video of me yesterday drinking and driving, and not drinking and driving. I was just, I was just driving. <laughs> oh, no. I was just driving. oh no! Hang on, let me clean that up. We here at Shippost do not condone the act of drinking and driving, and make sure you are obeying all your local municipal laws. Thank you. And have there you go. Perfect. The other day I was drinking uh, and driving. <laughs> Just chucked it out there. Come on, man. Christ. But uh, I was also 
just hammering some I Like It by Cardi B. And, I, dude, that song gets me hyped the fuck up. It's on my golf playlist. I've, I put it on every playlist I have. I love that goddamn song. I'm good. I got Which, Mac Miller. I don't need no Cardi B. Fuck that fair shit. Fair enough. Uh, very underrated uh, walk-up song in the MLB is uh, old Brendan Donovan. He's got that. Uh, he's got "Desperado" by Rihanna. The first, like, first bar of that just slaps. Um, the best walk-up song is Daniel Vogelbach as he comes up to "Milkshake." <laughs> <laughs> and for that guy to have that song, yeah, it's this, perfect. For those of for those of you that don't know, Daniel Vogelbach is uh probably good six three, every bit of three hundred pounds. He is. I uh, give him two seventy five. I'd say two seventy five. That's still too much. But hey, he he cooks around those bases though. Man, I I and love. Like, I don't know how he walks up to the plate with that song playing. He doesn't crack a smile. No. Ever. It's like Not it's once. like it's he just walks up song. like it's normal, like it's a fucking da 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 da. No, my milkshake brings up. It's so hilarious. <laughs> the I didn't laughing. know. I didn't know that that was his walk up song. That's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> um. But my song, uh, I think I have a really good pick, Elite pick, uh, Friday by Rebecca Black. I was going to mention that one. Fair enough. Yep. A lowbrow one, but yeah, I mean, I think all of us collectively, that's just a fucking cancer on society yeah. here. But, but I think about the time song. when it when it was first released on YouTube and then they started fucking playing it on the radio. Well, that was around the time, like, you know, viral videos were going, but, like, it was kind of at the tail end of, like, the, the original viral video. Those were right. the Vine days. Yeah, Vine. Oh, oh, yeah. I love a good Vine. But That's then a... she sold the song, and it started getting played on fucking radio stations and shit, and, and on fucking Pandora. It was horrible. <laughs> that's a... Uh, we could have made a... a better song, I think, collectively. Oh, we all we all could have fucking fell down. The, yeah, we could we could have been uh, farting and sneezing while going on an old town back road and making a fucking better song. Like I just I just sneezed the other day going to work and I wrote a Florida Georgia Line song because they're fucking. <laughs> you know, I almost oh, said a, a Florida one, huh? Line song. Yeah. I, another one that I fucking I had like three picked out because I I was having a real hard time picking. Uh, fucking happy by Pharrell. I wish that he yeah, would get very so. unhappy and fucking just end that song for everyone's fucking health. Did uh so I posted that in Snapchat earlier. That will be uh I've, we've got a lot of segues here, but I want to touch on this first. The thing I sent on uh Snapchat earlier, the 2013 was the worst top ten billboard of all time. <laughs> it really truly was. Number one was Thrift Shop by fucking Max. Yeesh. Number two, he had two, he had two top tens. Yeah, yeah, he's further down. The number two was that blurred line song with fucking Robin Thicke and Ti, uh, Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. That song fucking sucks. Uh, the Harlem Shake, that's kind of like a, a, a Vine-ish trending yeah, that's song. A, that's like a, yeah. It was a club song, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, more. you hear it at weddings a lot. Uh, Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. I fuck with Mirrors a little bit. I fucking love Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. like saying all of it was just because yeah. JT was on there, mm. but. That's, I, that's I fuck, the one standout. I fuck with Mirrors. It gets old quick. About the third time I hear him say, it's like I'm a mirror. Oh, I get over it. I'm over it. Um, All right, time for the new song. Just skip. Yeah, yeah exactly. just, just go. He can sing that twice wanna, in the chorus, and then we're done. I want to hear the we'll hook, and then let's get out of here. <laughs> Rounding out the list, uh, Just Give Me a Reason by Pink. That song does suck. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I was sitting at fucking goddamn 
Oakford or fucking good times in Virginia and these oh, thrice God. divorced women come in and like, I'm unique. Let me play this hot pink song. It's on fucking 103.7 all the time. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Get a fucking be, clue. To be fair, that bar is full of nothing but three times divorced everybody. Uh, it's just, and 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 21 year old kids like we were. Uh, it's just 20, 19, 18 year old kids like we were. I was going to say, yeah. yeah let's, let's be real here. We, the underage uh, You know kids. what? You know what? The Kestersons don't own it anymore. They served me when I was like 17. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, sorry, Blake. You gave me fucking shit tons of beer when I was 17. <laughs> I had a I had a social studies test the next day and you were getting me drunk. <laughs> there was a there was a point in, in my life. I was probably 23. Uh the bar, me and another person that I, I will not name. Uh it was it was a man. Uh <laughs> we we were doing some uh drinking and driving. Okay. Frowned upon, as we've already said. Right, here we go uh, but, again. As, as you know, per usual, the gas station's closed at midnight, and this was after one o'clock, so the bar was closed. And we knew we knew the guy that owned the bar, so we called the bar and we just said, Hey, bud, I need a 24 rack of Coors Banquet. And he just handed us a 24 rack of Coors Banquet bottles. Like we just lived there. We grew up in a great town, okay. except for the fact that it was absolute fucking trash. I think on the uh, next episode of Just One Beer, we need to go into Ooh. some of the fucking times we had underage at a bar because oh, because there were, I mean, the time I got arrested, uh, that was fucking a time. Uh, there you go. That that your edible you're about ready to pop there, buddy? Down the hatch, boys. That fucking tangerine sangria by NGW? Oh, no. It's fucking strawberry lemonade and I could eat a fucking bucket of them, bud. The, the strawberry lemonade ones are the hottest seller on the Illinois market. They're so good. They are. They're they're very good. Um, but we'll we'll save this for another episode of uh, just one beer, boys. We were talking about MLB walkout songs. If you boys were fucking uh, MLB players, what would your walkout song be? Ooh. As I was talking about earlier, go on another tangent here. We're fucking shooting yeah. as we go I love before it. we get to shooting the shit. CJ, what's your walkout song, buddy? Um. I'm gonna say because I'm I'm a little bit of a hillbilly, so and you guys know that I'm a huge Luke Combs guy, right? I about about ninety, uh, it's about fifty fifty Luke Combs, fifty fifty Mac Miller. Uh, I think I would splice the two. I think that's what I would do. I would splice "Beer Never Broke My Heart" and uh, "The Spins" by Mac Miller. That's what okay. I would do. Okay, what I a like fucking that splice. Yeah, a little little <laughs> mashup, little mashup. I like it. You're gonna you're gonna fuck around tonight after I'm done editing this. I'm gonna get on audacity. I'm gonna put those two together and splice. As long as it's like beer never broke my heart, and then it's just just some motherfucking kids. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the fucking studio tonight making that happen. I'm telling you, <laughs> boys. East Coast, what's up? I had two that come to mind immediately. So number one was "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Mainly Ooh, that's because that's what hyped me up for basketball games back in the Steph. day. And I didn't play baseball. So, so yeah, that was number one. And then once you mentioned Mac Miller, Knock Knock came to mind. Ooh, fuck you, JB. That's going to be the one I was going to pick. Damn, sorry. Fucking... That was my secondary pick, so you can still have it. God, nah, fuck it. Nah, fuck it. Knock Knock's a really good Just one. the Knock Knock part where he fucking bangs down. Like, that's just perfect. Yeah. You have the whole stadium doing that. Come on. Oh, yeah. What do you got, Kyle? 
Um, I've got Programs by Mac Miller. Okay. It's just a fucking hype-ass song. Mm-hmm. I used to work out to that all the fucking time. Yeah, oh, it's like fucking that. hype as fuck. So, yeah. It would also be my uh, wrestling theme if I was a wrestler. So, <laughs> Fair enough. My, my like, one C pick would be Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. Oh, that's a fucking excellent song. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Dylan, if you like had to song, pick. Or like a song the crowd knows very well and would sing yeah. with the fucking PA. Yeah. Dylan, what do you, if you had to pick a 1B, what would it be? If it's not Knock Knock. 1B would probably be uh, that fucking song from Friday that Dr. Dre sings that uh, the Keep the Heads Ringing. Okay. You guys ever fucking hear that one? Yeah, like, ring, ding, dong, keep the hoods ringing. That one would be the fucking <laughs> one I'd fucking. And then you just walk up, there. drop cock on a ball. Yeah, just fucking lay the fucking wood right on it. Wearing fucking work <laughs> gloves like that little league player. Yeah, <laughs> dude how how did we not how did we not work that in earlier? Oh, that yeah. kid, that, that, that kid has the biggest balls I've ever seen on a little league player. He Whoa. walked up and said, "You know what? I've been fucking bales all goddamn day. Watch this shit." And then just cranked one like two. <laughs> it was it was way over the fence. It wasn't even like, like a little 50, bitty 60 home run. Feet over the fence at least. It was he hit that two eighty at least. Knock. It was great. Yeah, he fucking absolutely clobbered the fucking ball. I've that been kid telling people about that for like four days. Yeah, that kid, the kid who says I like to hit dingers, and the guy who said that his favorite actress was Alexis Texas. Get them, the, get them on the. Was that real? Level. Did we figure out if that was fucking real? I don't know. I, I think it was. I hope it was. I think it, I think it was. I think fucking it was. I think he's How like a, ignorant a are those producers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Fucking... Oh yeah, yeah. Alexis Texas. Yeah, she's a great actor. Oh yeah, that... she she was in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, throw her there. <laughs> he ain't trying to fuck with us. Jesus Christ. Guys. That fucking graphics guy lost his job. <laughs> There's no way. Why is, it, why is that screen grab going viral? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who greenlit this thing, tomfuckery? The only thing that would have been better is if he said Johnny Sins. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so that's another segue here. Top uh, top porn stars of all time, boys. Oh. Uh, Kyle, I'll start with shit. you. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely shit. not. I'm not doing this shit. You're not even in a relationship. Why do you give a fuck? Yeah. I'll throw my top out. Why am I gonna let people know my masturbatory habits? No, on a because show that because goes we on don't give a fuck. No, okay, this is a podcast, you dirty some bitch. You instantly just. I have never looked at internet porn a day in my life. Bullshit. We no. live together. I know you jerk off. <laughs> we didn't have doors. <laughs> we we didn't have doors. I remember You're one time I walked right. in and you guys were fucking. Well, it happened. <laughs> no I, door, we, so I just went. I went and got my workout clothes. Went back to the gym. <laughs> we, I had to put, a, I had to put one door up because we didn't have doors. It was awful. But I, yeah. Anyway, Dylan, do you want to start? I mean, we could go like classic. Like I don't. I'm just gonna go ahead and nah, be just, honest. I'll go ahead and be honest with you boys here. Yeah, MPEG, like you say MPEG. MPEG. Have you guys ever watched oh. that old one? Oh my god! I thought Pretty you good. said like MPEG, like pixelated image from like the that's 1990s. what I thought Ant- too. A U N T P E G. MPEG. No, it's like a vintage no, I mean... porn from like the seventies. Pretty decent. Okay, I'm gonna go with that one. 
<laughs> I like the oldies. <laughs> back, when, back when you could have a full bush and it wasn't frowned upon. That's what the fuck I want. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So before I before don't I go knock until you tried it. Foliage. Just, we need foliage. So I'll go into I guess the the OG goat milf. I guess I'll go Lisa Ann just okay. to, just to get that out of the way. But there's a yeah. funny there's a funny story I need to get to first before you go any further. Because uh, Kyle was talking about, oh yeah, like I'm gonna give out my fucking masturbatory fucking centerpiece. <laughs> on the way. I went to fucking tech school when I was stationed in California. There was a dude who religiously watched the AVN Awards, and he watched it like we watch football games. <laughs> <laughs> he like he comes to my fucking dorm and he goes, "What are you doing tonight?" Mm. I'm fucking drowning in a pallet of Oreo cakes, tears, and monster because I'm underage at the time and I can't drink and I'm miserable. I haven't had a beer for like eight months. And I look at him and I go, I don't know, Kevin, I'm fucking, I'm drowning in Oreos and fucking monster. I'm trying to, you know, go in a sugar coma. He's like, no, fuck that. He puts in his little Amazon fire stick. He fires up pay-per-view and he goes to the AVN awards. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking watch this. He goes, no, dude, it's fucking electric. He's like, you got to watch it. I'm like, okay. So we sit down. So the first scene, I'll never forget it. And it's fucking parental guidance is necessary for the rest of this pot, at least for the segment. <laughs> The first scene, not for us? the first scene coming up was best double penetration. Yeesh. And I said, dude, I don't want to fucking see this. He goes, no, 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 no. He's like, there's this fucking girl. She's a Thai girl. She's newcomer. She's 24 years old. Um, she's a really fit girl. Like she's on a good diet. And like you can really tell with like you know you eat a lot of sugars and shit. You bust down pimples. Like they have a lot of low def videos, and her skin is just very smooth. And like she fuck? legitimately enjoys it. And I go. Kev, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> just watch, just watch. So he's showing me the AVN word of, of, uh, presentation for best double penetration. Then he showed me videos on, on her phone of this girl's training regimen to take it. I'm not shitting you. Like, I literally <laughs> feel like I'm watching Patriots versus Dolphins with fucking <laughs> Al Michaels and Chris Collins were making the call and we're discussing oh. DP. And I go, here goes the cock right up the middle. I finally looked at him. <laughs> about I let it go on for like a half hour because I was entranced. I didn't know there was this much shit like the, es- uh, the elasticity, like the elasticity of an asshole. Like apparently <laughs> that fucking matters, so it won't tear. I mean, it makes sense. It makes dear sense. God, but I learned so much in that hour sitting in my dorm. I finally said, "Dude, I'm going to bed. Get the fuck out of here." And I tried to like brain <laughs> dump it, but every time somebody we go into porn star talks, I just think of that fucking guy. <laughs> he was so into it. He was taking notes. He was fucking into it. But yeah, Lisa Ann, uh, the original MILF, we'll throw that out. That's hilarious. DJ, what about that's you? That's funny. Uh, I was I was going to go MILF route too. Brandy Love. Okay, that's classic. Just just a solid all-around classic. Yeah. You know? Nothing nothing, nothing weird. Me and you just, both have mommy issues, so it makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah. JB, what do you got? Fuck, I don't know. It's it's hard to pick one, but I I guess off the top of my head, I'll just go Riley Reed. I like that. Fair enough. I like Fair that. enough. That's, she's she's top five, top ten. Yeah, I don't I don't have a ranking system here. I don't know. I don't I don't either. <laughs> I've never I've never <laughs> I've never sat down and ranked them. I don't, I don't really. <laughs> I'll, I'll call up my boy Kevin. He'll give you the stats. <laughs> no shit. We ought to just have Kevin on. And just let him run down a fucking. Porno for forty five minutes. I've got him on Snapchat. I'll, I'll if I can get him on to to go into it. Like he, 
Like he the whole time he's just sitting there and he's just you know looking at the fucking TV like real this fucking close. <laughs> uh, he was really into it. He's like, yeah, this girl's gonna fucking win. This girl didn't win because that's a bunch of bullshit. She's the best actress in the business. Like treat it like it was a fucking sport. And I couldn't oh, fucking boy. believe it. Pause, <laughs> man. If you could bet on the furthest porn. off the rails we've ever been. Fucking <laughs> pause. So you're telling me that this motherfucker probably sit like last night. I was like, oh hey, here comes the Napoli Homer. He's doing that, but with fucking yeah, yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> like the angle of like, so if a girl was on top of a dude, like how much of a benching? Like I'm telling you, dude. Like this dude's fucking there with a protractor <laughs> and a compass. She's got 55 degree spine tilt. Like she's fucking all about it, man. I, I can't handle him. this shit. I'm gonna have to bring him on because it's fucking nuts. I can't, I can't fucking. I did like. You, you could be into chess. You could be into European League darts like I am. Fuck, you could be into horse racing and goddamn Little League Baseball. And this motherfucker is all about fucking, oh, yeah, the new fucking backdoor sluts came out. You know, it's got this girl and this girl in it. They're going to tag team up. It's going to be a great time. They're going to put on a hell of a show. Oh, God. Hey, speaking of European darts, when's that, when's that kicking off? Let me start throwing some money at that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just let us know. I don't know. Uh, European League, I think, is still going on. I lost a lot of money. Uh, Van Gerwen's been on a fucking little bit of a... Ah, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, MVG has been pulling up for us. But so far on the year, if you follow us on Facebook, we are 1-0 NFL bets this year. We told you to lay the New England Patriots plus 2.5 at home. They lost. They covered. That's all the fuck we care about. This is going to transition into a commercial for the shitpost sports, shit sports betting service. Listen, if you guys are into gambling, if you want your picks, you can come to us. We're the hottest gamblers on the internet. We give you guys the picks straight up. We give you guys some wild-ass parlays that we don't expect to hit, but if they do, you'll be filthy fucking rich. Make sure you bet responsibly, and make sure you tune into the boys to hear the gambling analysis, because once the uh, NFL season starts up, we're going to have a whole entire bit dedicated to the degenerate gambling, I know JB and Kyle cannot bet because, well, they're in a fucking weak oh, bitch shit. state. So they're going to send money to our Venmo. We're going to run a service. Yeah, wink, wink. They don't have NordVPN. They haven't been set up yet, but they're going to fucking be. We're going to get them online. We're going to do best bets. We are 1-0. We're doing a preseason special. All of our bets are going to be for free on the pod. Uh, if we get hot enough, we might start charging for picks. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to give you guys some free <laughs> I was going to say. Not I was gonna say hot enough when we get hot enough. We'll get uh, hot. When we, get we hot. always get hot about Dude, I've been, four I've been week five all year silently. Just silently, silently. all year. JB in the shadows. I'm getting Jake killed in for football season. Jake killed baseball this year. Absolutely. He's been killing baseball. Uh I I was I just want to plug that I mean I think like last year we talked well, I mean, not last year, but, like, beginning of the year when we started this. Like, we talked about gambling a lot. Um, but I think that you're going to have a lot more gambling uh, content coming your way. Because we're going to get real heavy into it uh, this year. I think I, I think all of us will make a little more educated picks um, outside of our wild parlay that we always do. Um but like Dylan said, sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. I mean, last year, Cali won like 340 bucks on a fucking defensive touchdown from Dallas. And uh, what was the other? It was something other dumb shit that should have never happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every once in a while you get lucky. So, yeah, we, we here's have, hoping. We can have a prop. We can have a little parlay. But for the most part, for the most part, 
It's going to be us four boys with a straight-up pick, our pick mm-hmm. of the week, our best bet, and then we'll go into a parlay that we all can kind of agree on. Um, obviously, you don't want to chase the parlay with fucking hundreds of dollars. You want to chase the straight-up pick here. So, you know, we're betting spread. We're betting over-under, things like that. We're, we're going to keep a record all year, everybody's individual record of picks, and we're going to find out once and for all who's the hottest gambler on shitpost. Yeah, I, I would Do also we have like a that. Sunday morning gambling show before football every week. We you probably know, should. Go through or, or maybe Saturday or some shit. I don't know. I don't even care yeah. if it's not a show. If it's just a fucking call. Yeah, even if it's just us fucking <laughs> FaceTime call. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we could do that. There, there's tons of options here, boys. The, the options are endless, but we need to get into shooting the shit time. CJ had a hell of a question that he pitched for us to wrap up the show with here. Um, I got to find it. Do you know off the top of your head? Oh, I lost it, too. It's in the okay. Snapchat, though. Yep, I see it. Give me one second here. Uh, right here. So CJ has pitched this week's question of shooting the shit. Hypothetically, you have discovered a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society, and you can even make the rules. What's the first rule you're going to put into place? So if this society is full of hot chicks, I have to bang every single one of them. <laughs> I knew someone was going to pick it. It's mandatory. Knew- and if you don't, you got to get it. the fuck off the island. Now, if it's mainly dudes or broads that maybe I'm just don't I'm not fucking into like a bunch of Cass County whores, then I guess you have to pay thirty five percent of your uh, your monthly wages to me to so I can eat coconuts and fucking kill lobsters all day. But if it's hot <laughs> chicks, we're slaying poon before they can go out and work. Yep, sorry those about are, it. it's my it's wet. my island. It's my island. Who's uh, gonna tell me no? That's a good point. You are the emperor of this island. Fucking a. Uh, my, my first rule is unsober Saturdays. If you're, <laughs> if you're sober on Saturday, you're beheaded immediately. <laughs> Them's the shits, bud. Oh, you didn't feel like drinking today because you had a, too, a few too many last night? Fuck off. Done with you. See ya. <laughs> no weak bitches here. Nope. What do you guys got? Okay, so... My rule is a hat and a hat. So let me go all, let me say my spiel first. Okay. So mandatory three day work week for one reason only because they're the very first law is 40 hours maximum, uh, minimum of golf play through the week. So there's only a three day work week, but mandatory 40 hours of golf. We we dropped the fucking ball, Dylan. Uh, I'm pretty confident in my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? You know what? I, if we take all of our rules and just combine them into the top four rules, I think we've got the best island on earth. I mean, <laughs> my my initial answer was going to be one word: socialism. <laughs> Jesus Christ! At least he didn't say dictatorship. Could have been worse. My island's a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, Dylan's is a dictatorship. <laughs> you got to pay 35% taxes yeah, on everything it, you make. If I'm the only island in society in the sea, you can fucking either ship up or you can go swim. Your choice. And then on top of that, not only do you have to pay 35% taxes, if you're not drunk or high on a Saturday, you're beheaded. Yeah. I, it's, and it's then a fire, Kyle's it's... out here just dropping golf knowledge. 
It's a fine island so far. JB, what do you got? What do you got? Yeah, so a couple of things were tumbling through my head. So I guess number one would be I get to interview every single person that wants to enter the island. Oh, that's and a I good just, one. I get to decide who comes in. What are you offering us? Just no, just jump no. just to just to enter the island. If I don't like you, I'm lighting your boat on fire. Sorry, bud. So let's say let's say, let's say a canoe pulls up and it's full of a bunch of kids without legs and they're in wheelchairs. Ah. Okay, and you have no ramps. You have no accessible wheelchair ramps. Only sand. <laughs> Do you turn them away? Well. We're going to set up an interview still, and if they don't, don't have anything to say, I'll make a decision. I would probably decide they could stay. We'll, we'll, we'll help see. you guys out. I'll tell you what. We'll set up an interview, okay? <laughs> have your Jake, people. Talk my, to my people. assistant. They get something on my calendar. <laughs> Jake, just walking down to a beach with a canoe full of legless children. <laughs> just no shirt on, like a skirt, you know, like they wear in Hawaii. <laughs> Just so a towel tied around his dick, nothing else on. Uh, you know what? We'll set up an interview. Yeah, worst I mean, they manager, make, they make worst make manager of all time. But my other, the other one that was tumbling through my head, completely different. But all drugs are legal. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, like no more dealing with that bullshit. You don't need to go to jail for smoking some weed, doing a little bit of coke every now and then. <laughs> what, yeah. what about meth? You we're just said every drug. drug we're, we're gonna have a real bad meth problem. Here's in about two months. Want, like that's on you. I like where he's going with this because I I would love to have the social experiment of if True. everything was available, are people still going for the super hard H instead of just yeah. weed? I that's wanna, fair. I want that social experience. So can Not we? Can we? Can we? Imp- I can don't we want implement- to experiment. I'm good. Can we implement like a four A? Uh, if you do get methed out or heroined out, we just push you off on a log and you just fend for yourself. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Push you off on a log. <laughs> no paddle. Skinny. We put no. We, no. 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 Here. Here's the. Here's what we do. Uh, we put them on a raft right off of the ocean before we take them out into the current. Do they get paddles? They have a choice. You can have a handful of meth or a paddle to come back. With. <laughs> a handful of meth on a log in the Atlantic Ocean. <sighs> I think that's, I mean, it's not bad. That's, I think a, fair something here, boys. that's a super fair question. All right, so are we going to build like a little rehab tent? No, fuck, we ain't got no money for that. <laughs> They're paying 35% of their wages to me. They ain't got money. You think I'm going to build a rehab tent? No, they can walk out in the ocean and die. You're handling yourself here on this island. Like, <laughs> rehab tent? You can first of all, get that out of hand. That's on you, man. First of all, hey. none of us none of us are paying taxes. Just everybody else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. It's, it's our island. <laughs> we have it's an island. My island. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them, dude. This is why this is why democracy or like kingdoms and shit has never fucking worked because a few of the elite say, "Well, fuck them. They'll do what we say. If they don't, they can piss up a rope." And, I, and if you get me that that situation, I'm gonna say, "Yeah, fuck them. They can piss up a rope." Oh, Dylan, king of the island. We need uh, we need a rehab tent. Yeah, uh, best I can do is this pocket full of sand. I'll throw it in your fucking eyes. Rehab tent. Fuck off. Sand. Just, just don't do it in the first place. Eat your fucking mangoes. Pay your thirty five percent tax and live. And if you have a hot chick, send her my way. Tax. 
<laughs> it's my it's our island Fuck, what are they gonna do go oh, find another God. island we're on it's a planet so with one island and it happens to be mine Fuck off. <laughs> the the fucking when you pull up to our island we just got a little sign that says piss up a rope or get in line <laughs> line starts here right behind the crippled kids <laughs> Jesus. You know what we could do? We could turn the crippled uh, kids into like a fucking like a tiki bar. No, 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 no. We could turn the, the crippled kids into like a tiki bar choir. Like we could dress them up as like little tut tut statues and like little, little oh. skirts on the wheelchairs, and they're singing like that fucking song from Disney, like it's a tiny, tiny world. And welcoming people to the island. And all their tips are tax free. Yeah. There you go. Looking out for the kids. Yeah, we we won't tax the kids, you know, unless like some of them like can like I don't know knit or something. Then we might tax them. But like if they're completely I, I, if they're completely helpless, we can't we can't tax them. I think Our one thing that we accessible. that's true. I think one thing that we do have to implement is a midget wrestling league <laughs> <laughs> on our island. There has yes. it's a mandatory person, midget wrestling league. Oh uh, yeah, person. little person. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. I apologize. We can do the crippled kids versus the little people. <laughs> Make you see who's really the who's the, he's got the yeah, mech suit of a wheelchair against the little person. Come on, let's see what it is. This is fucking awful. No, it's fine. It's the hypothetical island. That's true. It's not real. No, this is all, this is all for show. All for all for fame. Of course, we, we oh, wouldn't. Dear God, you know, of course, I wouldn't tax you know the crippled kids or the midgets. They would just have a reduced rate because you know, <laughs> no legs. You're short a little bit. You're a little person. You're a little short, so you get you get a reduced rate. It's fun. Healthcare Back. on our island would be great. We're officially fucked up. No, no, no we're fine. Healthcare, <laughs> yeah. healthcare on our island would be great. Somebody comes up to us like, "Oh, I have a cold." We amputate their leg. Oh, I got bit by a tick. I'm starting we, my own golf island. <laughs> we amputate their leg. Dylan, I have depression. We amputate your leg. No matter what the ailment is. We amputate your leg. Uh, take your mind off the the depression for sure. Yeah, you ain't got no leg for a hot minute. And then you go to the golf course. We have to do like accessible golf. Like it'd be fun. Kyle could run the golf. He could charge people thirty five percent tax on the uh, <laughs> on the, all the rounds of golf they play. What would our currency uh, be called? Uh, like, like a doubloon, ooh, a dollar, question. a rupee. I think we should call it a schmeckle. <laughs> I think we just call it a shit. I think we should call it a Darnold. A Dar- <laughs> Darnold. Well, you that's know, Sam, a, that's it, the same as a shit. It, no, no, no. In reality, <laughs> in reality, in reality, if you're not listening to the lamestream media or all these idiot reporters, Sam Darnold equals money. Sam Darnold <laughs> equals ratings. Sam Darnold <laughs> equals championships. So yeah, we'll Sam Darnold. We'll, Sam we'll Darnold. Call it, we'll call it a Darnold. Oh, this Sam costs Darnold. two Darnolds. Sam Darnold definitely equals money, but it's like yeah. not good money. Yeah, it's like old Greek retired money. It's like, never mind. I'm not <laughs> gonna say that. I'm gonna get you boys to come around on the Darnold train. One Probably not. No, nope. it's never gonna happen. When when you see when you see Baker lead the fucking Panthers to a one and five record, you'll be screaming Sam's name. But he's gonna ah, be traded be... to a much better team, the Houston Texans. Don't be mistaken, <laughs> Baker's no good quarterback. He's just a good quarterback compared to Donald. You know what the real <laughs> problem is? 
the uh, the real problem is is that teams aren't trading for General Mills. The that is true. The incredible neck is elite. That is <laughs> he's not available. Him him and Mike Glennon have the two biggest necks, the longest necks of any NFL player of all time. It's incredible. Great neck. They they could have giraffe fights for an NFL title, and I would watch. They could be picking the fruit and the palm leaves off the palm trees all day. Like if they if they were on our island, we wouldn't charge them tax because they would get all the big leaves to build exactly. the fucking. What are you going to offer me? He says he's going to eat some leaves. You got a thirteen. Oh, my, my man. He says this this neck, my boy. You've got a thirteen story the neck. Top shelf. You've got a thirteen story neck. You've got room on our island. <laughs> With that in mind, boys. <laughs> oh fuck! A thirteen-story neck. This fucker's like the twin tower of a fucking neck. Just, oh my god! Oh, oh god! We've gone off the fucking rockers here, boys. We gotta get out of here. We have been off the shit all day. That's yeah. no shit. This might be one of our best episodes. I'm not gonna lie. This this Pinto has been ask. fun. The midgets, the crippled kids. Listen, they could make. They no, could the make crippled kids have a spot on our island. What do you mean? Well, well yeah, J- but... JB's island, yes. Mine, I'm out. I'm kind of indifferent on. <laughs> They're just going to eat food and resources. They're crippled. I have a fucking heart. <laughs> I've got a heart, but I'm a realist. If I've got ten, if I've got a hundred people on my island and fifty are cripples, that's fifty cripples eating the oranges that everybody hey. else can fucking work can fucking eat. Hey, I'm just like to say it. that um, I am starting my own island. You guys can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> cripple kids can play golf too. I bet I bet you those cripple kids can dig a hell of a hole. That uh, I'm not even not no even gonna say shovels. It. I'm not, not, not even gonna hands. Say it. That's terrible. No, no, no. They can, they can dig the grave. They can dig the grave that we'll inevitably have to throw them in. No, I think that we were like, oh my god, because you're like, oh, they're crippled. They can just do the grunt work. No, no, no. We'll pay. We'll pay them more than like the waitresses and waiters. I'm just saying, boys. If we get these kids in wheelchairs, we have to build a lot of ramps. Horrible takes. A lot of ramps. <laughs> Make this island wheelchairs. Nobody listens to. No. It's nah. Not- it's been just fine. It's fine, but let's get the fuck out of here before we get canceled. If we're not already gonna get canceled, oh, uh, we're for sure. We're done. Ah, it's been a good run, boys. Good All right, we have other shows in the can. <laughs> well, if you boys would ever get around to filming, uh, what's the fucking called? Catching heat, get, not catching heat. Getting weird. Getting weird. Work on that. You're on. You're on a fucking thing right now to record. What fuck's mine? Oh fuck! It's JB's. You guys live together. Your dick is his dick. <laughs> you guys share a dick. I said September anyway, so get off my taint. All right, be sure to catch fair. that in September. We are out of here. We are signing off, boys. Anything else you want to say to the people? Uh, just go check out RBF. Check out. Uh, I'm. Sh- we gotta. We gotta get a another boy. The boy or not the boys? Jesus Christ. Uh, just one beer in here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be that'll be coming here pretty quick. We've got a golf outing next weekend. Yep. Uh, I played fucking electric today. I shot another eighty-one. Can't get over the eighty hump, but that's fine. Uh, took hot. a took a fucking two on a par four, which I was super stoked about because I've never done that before. Uh, so yeah, we'll have some golf content coming. Uh, RBF, all that jazz. Stay fresh, cheese balls. Man, ultimate stream launching this week. 
stay tuned to the Twitch for that. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers, boys.